Hello and a very warm welcome to this session of the Short Stay Virtual Summit where I welcome Kelly O'Dor. Now Kelly joins me from Bookster, the property management software for holiday rentals where she is marketing director. Kelly, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks. Yes. Thanks for having me along today. So it's going to be interesting. It definitely is. Thanks so much for taking the time to have a chat to me. Um, I've recorded a webinar with you before. We've chatted and it was really, really good fun. So I'm looking forward to drawing out a bit more information from you and learning from you today and, and sharing that. So first of all, tell a bit, tell us a bit about you and your background and a bit of an overview of what Bookster does and how it helps owners and managers. Sure. Okay. So I'll start with me. Yeah. Um, I have been working in marketing for 20 something years. So this is my passion. I, I love it. I've always loved it. I've worked in a number of different industries from kind of financial services to running my own businesses. And, and now I'm in holiday rentals and I've been here for five or so years and I love it. It's another passion. And I love actually just bringing the marketing to the holiday rentals and, and kind of combining the two. Um, I'm based here in Scotland, which is where Bookster is based, but this is my home. I've been here on and off for 20 odd years as well. And I'm very fortunate actually to live in one of the most picturesque places because I've oh, been wow. obviously working <laughs> from home <laughs> for the last year. And yeah, really actually enjoying the opportunity to be at home, be with my family, but still working for, for Bookster. Um, Bookster is a property management software company. I've been there for three years. I'm still the newbie, actually. Um, most oh, other yeah. people have been there for 10, 10 plus years. Um, and it started off specializing as a software company. It specialized with caravan sites. Okay. And then it developed kind of organically into holiday rentals. And then at some point they sold off the caravan site part of the business and we're really just focusing entirely on the holiday rental side and that's really where where I come in where I've, I've kind of joined it um, as a company it very much specializes in direct bookings although I mean we do have strong relationships with with the big OTAs as well like booking.com and Airbnb and so on um, but as a company we really realize that We've got a really strong skill set in direct bookings. We've really built that skill set. We've built the tools for clients who want to attract those through their own website. And it's something we love doing. And that's bearing fruits for our, for our clients as well. So that's how we, we're supporting our clients through those two different kind of strategies. Brilliant. Yeah. And well, I'm a massive advocate of people learning how to get their own bookings in and just having that extra control over their over their businesses and yeah, being able to, to make a difference to what happens to the calendar looking forward. So that's exciting to hear. So you help owners and managers around the globe. So so you've actually got quite a high level view of the different trends that are emerging in the marketplace. Can you share a bit of what you're seeing at the moment? If we, we have a look at the UK first of all. What you seeing in sort of terms of bookings and is stuff looking normal? What are you what are you seeing? Is it something different? No, I mean normal, I just don't think is a thing anymore. <laughs> but um this is one of the bits of my job that I actually love is looking at the data. I love getting in there and seeing uh, what's happening. And I'm really grateful for that viewpoint as well. That I can share yeah. what's 
what's happening. So recently I've done two different things. I sat and looked at the April data because obviously that's complete, but I also started to look at the May data because you know we're, we're kind of getting on through May as well. Yeah. Um, so April was really interesting actually because it started off really strong and then tailed off towards the end of the month. And originally when I saw that data, I was like, oh, why is it tailing off? But the number of bookings that have come in by comparison to 2019 are still massive like right off off the scale so it i don't think it's worrying that we got less bookings towards the end and especially actually when i looked at may and i saw may is really strong as well um there are a couple of really interesting trends that i spotted so um february january february march what i was seeing was there was a, a higher number of bookings coming through a high percentage of bookings coming through for larger groups right that's really changed now April and May that's for certainly for the clients that I'm looking at um it's shifted back down to actually 2019 levels the majority right. of the bookings the lion's share are two to four uh, guests and the kind of you know five six up to 16 is the same as it was previously my guess, if I was to try and work out why, is because of the uncertainty. There, you know, yeah. originally people were thinking, yay, I'll be able to go away with so many more people and, you know, we'll organize these big groups. But actually, it's not working out like that. Yeah. And increasingly, it's not working out like that. And I, so I think people are just being a bit more cautious. They're still looking, yes. but for smaller groups. So that's one really interesting trend. Yeah, that definitely. That makes sense, doesn't it? With the, the uncertainty, you can see people sort of holding back and thinking we're not going to go all in yet. Just hang on a little bit longer while we wait for whatever next announcement is coming. Yeah, super interesting. So the other thing that I noticed was normally, normally, um, <laughs> there are usually at this sort of time of year, about 1% of the bookings are for the following year. So that was certainly the trend in 2018. It was a trend in 2019. Let's forget 2020. Yeah, pretend that didn't but, happen. <laughs> but now it's really different. I'm seeing, well, up until now, it was 3%, which is quite a big jump up when mm. you consider as well as being a high percentage, there's also a significantly higher number of bookings coming in. But this month, actually, it's even higher. We're up to 4% this month for bookings for 2022. And the obvious yeah. takeaway from this that I say, <laughs> I keep saying, but you know, you have to open up your, your calendars for next year. There's this month, the bookings are predominantly from March to October next year um, for those bookings from 2022, but we have seen bookings for Christmas 2022 already. So that wow. my big takeaway from this is Get the calendars open, get your rates in. If you're not sure what rates to put in, put in on the higher end because at least you, you, you're there and you're open for those bookings. And, you know, the value of bookings has increased really quite significantly. Um, month in, month out, it does tend to vary. Uh, and it, we are talking UK spend here, not yeah. the rest of Europe. But, um, you know, if you have a higher value in there, you're you know there is a high propensity to still be able to take those bookings so I would that's my recommendation for for what's going on in the UK anyway. Really really interesting and and yeah I I've seen something similar on on a much smaller level in that we've got booking inquiries coming in for 2022 which historically maybe an odd one or two but you know 
a good few <laughs> have come in. So that's really interesting to see that it's not just just my area, that it's sort of countrywide as well. And, and as you say, small percentages, but you know, that's a significant change in percentage as well. Very, very interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what about looking at and sort of comparing against Europe? Is it a similar story or is it very, very different? So Europe is different, and but I'm putting a caveat on that. It's different right now. Because yes. given the news that's happened literally in the last couple of days, um, I think this is all going to change really significantly. So right now, I'm not seeing a big uptick in Europe at all. There are bookings being made, certainly, I would say more or less on par with the levels of 2019. So we're not, it's not bad by any means, but it's not a surge like we're seeing in the UK. There's a real surge in the UK. Um, But yes, this this news that Europe's opening up for people with with both their vaccinations, I think is going to be a big change and I fully expect that Europe, I mean all things being equal, let's (laughs) put that caveat in there as well, you know, we don't know what what else might happen, but assuming things go in the right direction, vaccinations carry on going the way they are, I think this news is going to, is going to be huge. So come back to me in a couple of weeks and I'll tell you if something different has happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it is, it, that's how this whole year's been, which is why it's been so strange, especially just the last couple of months with starting, stop, well, even, even beyond the last couple of months, the start, stop, start, stop, we're opening, we're not opening. <laughs> so yeah, I completely understand that caveat of right now, this minute. And of course we're talking end of May right now when this is coming live 2021. But yes, it would be brilliant to have a chat with you in a couple of weeks if I could put any updates on your speaker page. So if you're watching, take a look below and you'll see an update from me and Kelly for in a couple of weeks time. Even if I just type something in there, keep an eye out for that because, yes, super interesting to see any changes that are happening there. So would you say that your owners and managers are starting to take more direct bookings across the board after that first, the initial shock of the initial first lockdown when the OTAs, online travel agents, they closed everybody's calendars? I think that was a bit of a wake up call, wasn't it, for for many owners to realize that they had a lot less control than they even realized over their businesses when they're putting their listings on these giant companies they literally can have a massive impact on your business (laughs) so so are you seeing that sort of change of people pulling back from the OTAs putting some more effort into to really getting going with direct bookings of their own I wouldn't say I'm seeing it across the board Uh um, because we have some clients who really focus heavily on attracting um, their direct bookings and we've got other clients who really only work with OTAs and so it really does depend on on the property manager and I think a lot of property managers did get a shock and yeah. you know the owners were affected but you know even for those clients who want to move away from the channels you know it's not a matter of, of flicking a switch because moving away from this channels if creates a massive void channels work really well for a reason they yeah you know you do get a lot of bookings they are solid bookings and um so by making a change from going from the otas to trying to attract direct bookings i i would say it's a transition period definitely agree with that yeah 
I can see people are interested in it. We've had a lot of people coming to me because I do the SEO for our clients' websites. So I, I do get a lot of inquiries about what they can be doing and, and thinking about kind of keywords and that kind of process. Yes. Um, but for actually getting bookings right now, it's still a transition process, I would say. They need to learn the skills and yeah. kind of put in the time. And that's, that's just not instantaneous, really. Yeah. I, I would say our clients who are interested in direct bookings and have always been interested in direct bookings, so they always had that kind of strong emotion, I guess, and strong drive, they are really seeing the benefits of that. So I did a bit of an evaluation before. Um, and for clients who were really yeah, focused on this, they're looking at about 60 to 70% of their bookings are coming in direct which is an increase on um, 2019. So you can see that the work that they did, not just before COVID actually, but during COVID as well, to keep yes. in touch with people and, and send communications, make that effort, it, you know, it is, is playing a, a strong part. And it's, it's equivalent to about 70% of their income is coming that way. But it's requiring that time to go and yes. do it. Um, and I think it's a bit of a combination because I think a lot of people want to do it, and they are driven to kind of looking into it, but it is a big thing. It's a big change. So, um, you know, that's going to take time as well for, for them to kind of go forward with that change and, and learn the skills. Yeah. Yeah. And it's building the confidence, isn't it, in your own skills. So those people that are really starting to see the fruits of everything that they've put into place will now be starting to gain in confidence and know, yeah, this is working. I think that's a good lead for others who are maybe thinking I don't know how to get going or I'm only just starting is this going to work actually seeing and hearing from people like you who've really got a lot of that data can see that it does work and it you does. just have to keep going <laughs> once you're deciding to do it it's consistently being visible it's consistently inviting people to come and stay off your own back instead of just relying on the OTA so that's super interesting I'm loving chatting to you so what, what would you say would be the, the biggest challenge for your owners and managers right now? What questions do you get asked the most? Um, biggest challenge? In all honesty, to be quite blunt, it's about how to get bookings back in and how to get back on track. Because we have a lot of urban clients who, you know, they've pivoted they've done the things they needed to do but ultimately you know they've struggled yeah and they're still here but they're really keen to get cities back open and and safe for visitors so that that does tend to be um you know a, a big kind of pressure a big demand for them and and i can understand it completely so um you know there are only so many business travelers and so on that you, they can be attracting compared to you know the thousands and thousands of europeans that normally come to the uk you know spring summer autumn yes winter yeah as well yeah um yeah. as far as questions i get asked well because i do the seo i get asked a lot of questions about seo to be honest so about how to get your your website ranking higher in google or how to be seen more in google and um, that does tend to be uh, kind of how I spend a lot of my time talking. Um, and in practical terms, I think a lot of that comes down to um, the effort that, that property managers and property owners are able to put into it. Yes. I think a lot, of, a lot of property managers and owners, they just don't realize that there are 
there are some fundamental rules that they need to follow in order to, to rank well, in order to be seen. And I think because SEO's got this whole dark arts kind of surrounding to it, a lot of people are worried and they're quite scared and they're just not quite sure what to do. Um, so my recommendation for, for anybody who's kind of interested in getting their website going a little bit better is to try and understand the basis of the rules really. Um, you know, Google has created a document which gives some quite fundamentals of what they're expecting in, in a website and why they will rank it higher. And I think just knowing that will really help. And that's when I started learning SEO, when I first started doing digital marketing, my first step, I was given this document and told, read it. It's 32 pages. You know, it's less than, you know, a gardening magazine. Yeah. You will learn so much about what Google is expecting. And I didn't understand it all because who does? But, you know, it gave me a really good feel for, all oh, right, so I'll be using words here and right. Okay. I need to think about what I'm doing with my images. And, and that all put, kind of puts it together a bit more like a, a jigsaw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a really good way of looking at it. Are you have you got access to that document? Would you be able to let me link that up under here? I will find it and link to you. That would be amazing. I will also have a search because it's Google. It must be there. We can Google Google, can't we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Between us, we'll we'll find that document. We'll we'll get that linked up below for anybody who is just getting started and would like to have a look. I have not heard of that document. That is super interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Because, yes, to have the, the guide, the manual from Google itself is yeah, yeah, super exciting. Yeah, really, the, really the good. The thing is, these, these things, I mean, Google changes all the time. Yes. So, you know, it, there is an element of, you know, you learn something and then, you know, some things do change. And that's just life evolution just in itself. But, you know, there are some fundamentals. And I always like to think of it and I try to explain it to my clients. And it's a bit like a spider's web. You know, there's lots of different strings that are all kind of all threads that are connected and working on the individual parts actually can create a really strong force or, you know, help you achieve your goal, which is going to be to get your website being seen by more people. Um, but you've got to just look at the different parts and understand how those different parts work together. And, and that, really, that's how I how I started my journey on, on social media and, um, you know, thinking about keywords and the technical technological side of things. So yeah, I, I think it's, it's very useful. Yeah. And that's a really good way of describing it. If you could just get those pieces and start to bring them all together, it does create a beautiful website, which is going to be user friendly and found by the right people. And that, that is the ultimate goal. And it's just getting slowly make, keeping working on those different parts that's that's a great way to describe it so where where do you feel owners and managers really should be focusing their marketing and maybe even experience efforts in terms of evolving you know keeping up with the evolving market and then you know meeting the new needs of this new market this new wave of people that are coming in that need a bit more reassurance that want to know what the protocols are that want to know the trust where should we focus our marketing efforts um i don't think there's one particular place where marketing efforts should be should be focused i think it's about trying to think about what um, guests are going to need, what your particular guests are going to need, and identifying what can you do 
you know, as part of that. So um, I was thinking about guests' needs at the moment and how guests are changing. And one of the things that I've been focusing on quite a lot is the, the kind of social data of the effect of COVID-19 on, on mental health. And I think that one of the major needs of the market is now going to be that they need to be looked after it. And I know we're in the hospitality industry, so we always kind of look after people. And that's always been a goal for our marketing. But I think if you look at what's happened over the last year, you know, we've seen uh, a year of turmoil emotionally, physically, and we've seen a complete disruption, but not not good disruption, not the disruption that everyone gets all excited about, but, you know, real disruption to people's yeah. working lives and their relationships. And and that's change and people historically just do not like change no. and i think when you look at your market when you look at the people that you want to attract to your property i think when they start coming or they're already starting to come but you know moving into summer 2021 i think we're going to see a lot of people who are emotionally fragile and who need to feel secure and they need looking after Mm. And I know that's kind of a big thing that I'm saying there, but realistically, I think they're going to be looking for a, an escape. We've all been semi-trapped for a year. We need yeah. an escape from the chaos. We need reassurance that everything is okay. So if I was to recommend marketing strategies, I would recommend planning and sitting and thinking about the touch point so the different times when you are in contact or could be in contact with your guests or potential guests and thinking how could you provide the things that they've been lacking so that would be for me if i was doing this i would think about certainty because nobody's been had anything certain for a long time that's very true <laughs> uh, people have missed out on personal contact so, you know, could, how could you create that kind of personal relationship with people? How could you provide comfort? Because people are going to be kind of fragile. And I think by doing this, property managers are going to be actively creating really long lasting relationships, really strong relationships. And obviously with that comes all the repeat guest bookings and the recommendations and so on. So, yeah, that, that would be my thoughts I'm a bit big but if, if I was going to go through my marketing I would think about things like personal notes you know and maybe personal letters I've always been a big fan of leave a personal letter yes. for your guest on arrival I love that but I was looking at my post yesterday actually I'm thinking you know nobody sends me a letter anymore I just get you know political nonsense when it's political you know when it's the voting time I've, I've got some free stuff and I get my gardening magazine but there's no letters wouldn't it be nice if somebody wrote me a letter something welcoming something nice because everything's technical and like everything comes via email yeah. now or and I like that don't get me wrong we, we use email as well <laughs> and you know You've got the guest books, which are again wonderful, but there is something really personal that's that could be added by by some something like that. Um, what else? Things like special touches, how to make people feel special. And I, I watched a video last week, and um, I can't remember actually the name of it, but if I find it, I can send it to you. Thanks. But it it was about creating. They called them wow moments. So they had these property managers who, you know, I think that their family, they were related, but every week, every Monday, 
they dedicated time to sit and have these special wow meetings where they would look at the clients that were coming and try and identify how they could make that guest feel super special and have like a whoa look at this this is incredible kind of a moment and it was lovely and they were talking about you know if someone's coming for a birthday doing some some kind of little birthday celebration if it was a wedding anniversary someone was coming because they'd graduated maybe they were coming with their family so you could produce something for the family and it, it was just I just thought it was lovely and I, I just thought I'd love to stay there they obviously yeah care. yeah and and it shows so I think things like that putting these special touches in and and nurturing these these relationships is is going to be really helpful um and as for certainty making sure people feel looked after I mean it's a basic but making sure that people know in enough time how to get to the property so yes. you know they're not kind of worrying oh I don't know how to get there oh how am I going to you know get into the door oh you know am I going to be okay while I'm there who's going to look after me if I have a problem all these things we can solve and we can solve them by telling them in advance you know this is what's going to happen this is how you get here this is your, your key code information if you have any problems these will be the people that you can call this is how you contact them and I just think this is what we need to do this is as a as an industry, we need to be focusing on how we can really look after and support and nurture our guests. Um, because I think, yeah, fragility is going to be a thing. Yeah, that that is such an amazing point. Because, like you say, the technology side, massively important, really useful and essential now when everything's so fast moving and changing and we want to free up our time by automating. But equally, you, you can get so focused on that, so focused on the marketing that, that really taking another good look at exactly how we are being hospitable, how we are connecting with our guests and how we are caring for them. I think that's a huge message you've just given there and a really good point that people are not in the same frame of mind they were last time we were bringing people through the doors, which really was 2019 I know there was a bit of 2020 but not quite what we're seeing now so huge huge points there thanks for for sharing your insight thank you for coming to spend some time with me it's been super super interesting as we start to come to close where do you see the future of the industry heading and you may just have answered it in that question but just some final thoughts um actually if i was to think of the future i wouldn't be thinking just of travel and tourism um i would be thinking bigger than that i think sustainability is such a huge topic and travel and tourism is going to fit into this and you know the, there is a, a conference taking place um, i think it's called cop 21 but it's in glasgow in november 21 and I think as a result of this conference, there's going to be more legislation coming out about how industries, this is particularly in the UK, by the way, but um, obviously is happening in a global level. Um, but industries are going to have to step up. They're, we're going to have to take more responsibility for our actions. We're going to have to uh, you know, demonstrate as well what we're doing, not just say that we're doing it. We're going to have to prove it and there are going to be new bits of legislation coming in so for me i think if i'm looking at travel and tourism in the future what i'm looking at 
are uh, how we're going to be evolving as an industry to be more sustainable and making our contribution towards um, the world in general. But it, it's not just about the world. So, I mean, being from a business perspective, it does give a real competitive advantage as well to be thinking and demonstrating that you are uh, you're thinking about the environment, you're thinking about your impact. And you can see that consumers are changing, they're changing their behavior and they are, they're making choices about the companies that they work with based on their sustainability kind of preferences. So I, I think that this is a massive topic not one I can cover in a couple of minutes <laughs> yeah. um, and it's it's not even it's not my area of expertise in all honesty that I it was highlighted to me um I spoke to a guy and I forgot his name hmm, Bob it'll, it'll come back to you as soon as we finish the call if you like um, but he was talking about um a website called tourismdeclares.com and it's about how um the tourism industry is stepping up and we need to you know, as a group, we need to declare what we're going to be doing um, to contribute to making the, you know, the world a better place. And I'll, I'll share that website with you as well, because it is incredible. And as a company, as Bookster, this is something we're super into and we have. Yeah. Booked. And actually, I, I felt a bit embarrassed, actually, that I hadn't I, that I didn't know about it. So um, I think as an industry from a, a tech side, you know, from a property manager side, from an owner side, I think this is going to be something huge and, and that's something to look forward to. That is, yeah, absolutely. It is something to look forward to because if we aren't showing what we're doing, if we aren't being responsible, I mean, we, we all live on the planet. <laughs> so, and we are, we are each individual I've talked about this a few times as part of the Short Stay Virtual Summit with various different for different people that have had the opportunity to interview. And that's the ripple effect that we do have in our area when we are a short term rental because we're inviting people in. We're sending that person off to, to experience the local area. And that's, it, that has a ripple effect. And of course, so does our footprint and what we do within our, our property and how we we are being responsible so I think that's a great point and yes absolutely something that we should all be grasping hold of moving forwards Kelly it's been so so brilliant super interesting to talk to you I've loved every minute thank you for taking the time and I hope that we get to see you in the not too distant future once more before I let you go let us know how we can get in touch with you and how anyone can get hold of Buckster and find out what it is that is happening over there sure so um probably the best place to find me is on LinkedIn I tend to wander there couple of times a day um so yes linkedin for myself actually bookster as well bookster hq is on linkedin or you can go onto our website if you scroll to the bottom you could sign up for a newsletter and you'll get newsletters from me so uh, you would be kept up to date with what we're doing but more than welcome just to connect with me on linkedin say hi that would be lovely Brilliant. Great stuff. Yes. And no doubt I will see you over on LinkedIn in the not too distant future. Have an amazing day. And thanks once more for spending the time with me. It's been a pleasure. No, thank right. you. You're so welcome. Have a great day and I will see you soon. Bye for now. Bye.